This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Monday, January 13th. Good morning, I'm Spencer Chase. Here's today's headlines. Details, please. Big week ahead for U.S.-China deal. USMCA timing left hanging. GAO to probe EPA handling of waivers. Chinese delegation due in D.C. Chinese Vice Premier Liu He arrives in Washington today and is expected to take part in the signing of the Phase 1 trade pact at the White House on Wednesday. Of course, what really matters for U.S. agriculture is how quickly China will increase its purchasing of U.S. farm commodities and what products the Chinese buy. There are other questions, too. Will China lift tariffs or peel them back temporarily on certain commodities? Will China make substantial policy changes that repeal phytosanitary and safety restrictions on U.S. commodities? Details of the agreement remain under wraps. There's been a lot of talk, but nobody has actually said what's in the agreement, says Steve Mercer, a spokesman for the U.S. Wheat Associates. Keep in mind, if China would just commit to enacting the entire quota for wheat imports that it already agreed to nearly two decades ago, that would be very welcome, Mercer said. China has, at most, fulfilled only 25% of the 9.64 million metric ton wheat quota it agreed to when it joined the World Trade Organization. Farm advocates concerned about USDA rule. Some groups that have been pushing the Department of Agriculture for years to crack down on contracting practices in the poultry and livestock industry say a proposed rule issued by USDA appears to have a major loophole. The rule being published in the Federal Register today contains several criteria for determining whether packers are giving undue preference to some producers over others. One of the criteria is whether a packer is following what is a customary business practice. The National Sustainable Agriculture Coalition says unfair competition and undue preference has unfortunately become customary in the industry. That does not mean it should be endorsed. The National Farmers Union says the rule could strengthen the status quo, leaving farmers with little recourse when confronting unfair but typical treatment. Senate USMCA vote in limbo. House Democratic leaders this week will likely force another delay in final congressional passage of the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement. The House is expected to send articles of impeachment to the Senate this week. Once the articles formally reach the Senate, the resulting trial is supposed to supersede any other Senate business. The House leadership hasn't said what day the articles will be transmitted to the Senate, but the House floor agenda for this week includes a vote on a resolution to appoint House managers for the Senate impeachment trial. The articles would likely be transmitted sometime after that. The Senate was unlikely to vote on the USMCA implementing bill this week in any case. Six committees still have to vote on the measure. Five of those panels have scheduled votes starting Tuesday and running through Thursday morning. USTR pledges help for southern produce. U.S. negotiators failed to get a provision into the USMCA to make it easier for U.S. fruit and vegetable growers to file anti-dumping claims against Mexican exporters, but U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer is now pledging to help in other ways. Responding to requests for help from Southern lawmakers, Lighthizer said his agency will be working immediately to identify and compile documentation on trade-distorting policies that show Mexican importers are coming in at below-market prices and harming U.S. farmers. Next, Lighthizer said, he'll order that field hearings be held in Florida and Georgia to hear firsthand from producers that are being hurt by cheap imports. Georgia Representative Austin Scott said for years Georgia producers have struggled to compete with unfair trade practices like the dumping of foreign subsidized fresh fruits and vegetables into U.S. markets well below the cost of production. The USTR said he might ask the International Trade Commission to begin officially monitoring imports from Mexico and consider trade cases. EU Trade Commissioner meeting with USTR 
U.S. threats to hit French wine and cheese with new tariffs in response to France's new digital tax aimed at Google, Facebook, and other tech giants will be the main priority for EU Trade Commissioner Phil Hogan when he meets this week with Lighthizer in Washington. Hogan, who was formerly the EU Ag Commissioner, said he considers U.S. retaliation on France an EU issue. He stressed the digital spat will only be one of several topics for discussion, and the Trump administration is still hoping for an eventual trade pact with the EU. Those talks remain in limbo because Europe continues to refuse to address ag issues, but Hogan has plenty of experience in dealing with those frictions. GAO agrees to investigate waivers. The Government Accountability Office is going to look into how the EPA has been evaluating and approving requests from small refineries for waivers from annual ethanol usage requirements. A bipartisan group of House members led by Iowa freshman Democrat Abby Finkenauer had requested the investigation, and GAO notified lawmakers in a letter on Friday that the investigation would be carried out. Finkenauer chairs the House Small Business Subcommittee on Rural Development and Agriculture. EPA set to okay pest protection for bees. A new pesticide targeting a significant honeybee pest is close to getting into the hands of beekeepers. EPA is proposing to register a BT-based product designed to kill greater wax moth larvae that destroy honeycombs by eating wax, pollen, and larval honeybees. EPA said it expects minimal to no exposure to honeybees and other non-target organisms because of the method and timing of application. Beekeepers would make a one-time treatment directly to an empty honeycomb frame before winter storage. BT is the same bacterium-based toxin engineered into corn, cotton, and other crops. Comments are due on the proposal by January 24th. Here's today's He Said It. Even though you can get close to solving an issue in Washington, D.C., it always comes back to haunt you. That's Colin Woodall, CEO of the National Cattlemen's Beef Association, referring to a new lawsuit that challenges the Trump administration's actions to replace the Obama-era waters of the U.S. rule. Listen to Woodall's full open mic interview on agripulse.com. Well, that's Daybreak for this Monday, January 13th, brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit agripulse.com. For Agripulse Daybreak, I'm Spencer Chase.